Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we come to you from our respective isolation huts, living that lockdown life. We bring you all the latest news, signings and re-signings for the Central Coast Mariners. My name's Pete, and of course, I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Fellas, how are we? Evening, gents. Hello. Hello. Is that you? Is that, is that you? Uh, it's is been a while. There? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How good. How do we do this? Great how, long to be, um... how long has it been? It's been oh. a red hot minute. It's been 84 years. Uh, since the yeah. last Coast Football <laughs> Ramble podcast was produced. And, um, well, yeah, no surprise, we're back. <laughs> mm, a lot we're happens back. in four days in football, so, um, <laughs> yeah, who knows what's happened. A lot has happened. Uh, yes, yeah, these uh, these uh, four walls are starting to drive me crazy, uh, but luckily life goes on and we're here. We're doing a pod. We're getting something out. We're going to talk shit about our club. And that's what we normally do. So here we are. The usual. We're doing the usual, except not in person. That's it. Yeah, exactly. we're just, you know, getting getting something out there that is our crap. Why not? <laughs> better than uh, better than working all day, like you guys have been. Oh, mate, slave <laughs> away. Uh, working is a loose interpretation of what I've been doing the last <laughs> six weeks. I've been Boys, keeping a keen, eye, a keen eye on the group chat that uh, that we're all in. And all you guys do all day long is just post about the Olympics, who's won this, who's won that. Yeah, and, yep. uh, you know, some of us are actually Guilty. trying to properly work, guys. So, um, no, nah, fair play. Play on. Play on. <laughs> I, will say, I will say thank God that the Olympics are on uh, because, yeah, I'd be going crazy otherwise. Before that Euro mm. coming up, the Premier League. Come on, keep it together, sport. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, with this ridiculous lockdown, which is very difficult, then sport, thank you. Thank you for just existing. Keeping some sort of semblance of sanity uh, throughout exactly. those of us that are locked down. And we do, of hope. course, hope that... Um, hope, good old hope. Well, yeah, speaking <laughs> of hope, of course, we do, of course, hope that everyone out there is doing well. Uh, we know it is tough times at the moment, but, um, yeah, we will get through this. Fast and loose, fast and loose this evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let's kick uh, things off, of course. Since the last podcast, uh, we have seen the appointment of a new head coach at the Central Coast Mariners, Nick Montgomery. Uh, Mariners legend. Would you go as far as to say that, boys? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's a big call. And look, I, I, I think the last episode we recorded was uh, probably – a week or so before the announcement, if my memory serves me correct. Yep. Um, and, yeah, you know, there was a lot happening that week. We, we went went through the ins and outs. It was probably going to only be a two-horse race between uh, Nick and uh, Ben Khan. And, look, wouldn't be uh, – I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't disappointed for Benny. Um, I love Benny. I think he's a great coach. Really good guy. He loves the club. Um, you know, if, if there was if there's one coaching gig that – uh, he wants in the A League. It's definitely to come here, uh, but it wasn't to be. And you know, Monty's definitely not the wrong decision. So obviously, Monty has uh, my full support, and I think the full support of the rest of us and uh, most of the fans. And yeah, you know, he's another one that obviously knows knows the club inside and out, uh, knows a lot of the young boys, has 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 a lot of good connections, 
and yeah, so definitely not the wrong decision. Like I said, disappointed for Benny, but um, obviously happy for Monty to step up into that role, which it's going to be a big step up. But we shall see. We shall see what happens. Decent start, like he's, um, you know, making the right moves. And uh, we, of course, we love him, Pete, for your original statement. The, like, you know, legend, definitely. Poor bugger had to sit on the sidelines like us and watch the grand final. Um, <laughs> but, um, but now that he's got where he is, you know, he's earned his right to feel that there's, there was no bad decision uh, in in either of those choices, and now I'm I'm disappointed for Benny as well. But uh, Monty will be excellent for us, and um, definitely knows us inside and out, and sort of is at the heart of everything that we've sort of put together around youth too, um, at some level. So yeah, wishing him well on that, definitely for sure. Good little thing to add to the announcements. Segue is it into um, announce him at the. Mariner's medal that we failed to be able to go and drink beer at, Pete. Yeah, that's right. Of course, the uh, the Mariner's medal this year uh, was uh, hosted, thankfully, by JC Entertainment and Events in the end. Um, the original uh, plan not coming to fruition in the end with, um, you know, the escalating COVID situation there. But, um, yeah, still got to get the go-ahead there and, um, yeah, a few decent little uh, or deserved recipients. Of course, uh, in terms of those recipients there, um, OSC, or the Official Supporters Club uh, Player of the Year this year, Captain Ollie Bazanic, Chance Thoughts. What is that? No, uh, yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, there would have been a few in the line for that one there. Uh, Macca's Fans Player of the Year. This was tight, uh, but it ended up going to Josh Nisbet, and uh, lads, love you. that. Love that. We love him. Love him, yep. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, really stepped the pace up this year, which was... Loved it. Yep. Yeah, I think that was a given, wasn't it? From uh, I think is I don't know if I go as far to say cult hero status within one season. Maybe not quite yet, but he's uh, on that path. I think. If there's a fan club, then I think us four are probably right at the top. So <laughs> well deserved for Nizzy. Yep. Um, had a good season, and hopefully he can uh, continue that on into next and yeah. just another year of experience under the belt. And I think he'll even be even better next season. I think he will go uh, go up a notch again this season as well. Definitely agree. Uh, newcomer of the year was, of course, Alo Qual. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> hard to ignore. I mean, yeah. you know, if we're honest, he had a good um, first half of the season, and then. Um, you know, probably slowed down a bit towards the end. It didn't have as much of an impact, and you know, I'm sure, I'm sure people can argue that you know, once he had the deal to go overseas, maybe he backed off, or it just wasn't, you know, I don't know, it just wasn't really sort of falling for him towards the end of the season when we we're having a bit of a rough patch. Um, but yeah, probably well deserved, uh, well deserved overall. Of course, we saw uh, the Volunteer of the Year, Frank Pentamali. Uh, congratulations to Frank for that. All the people who do that job um, should be rewarded, and um, that includes Frank. So congratulations to him and um, anyone else who you know does that stuff that those people do. So good for them. Big time. Anyone that volunteers their time um, is uh, is an absolute legend in my books, and uh, that goes double for you, Moz, because, yeah, you should, you should have got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, some of those people have been doing this for, you know, a fairly long time and that is to be respected around our club that's for sure so whoever that is so yeah fair play yeah 
Absolutely. Now, the Chairman's Award this year went to Gabby Bowles, and um, yeah, well-deserved for Gab, because I know that she has been putting in an absolutely immense shift at the club uh, over the last few years of being there. Um, so definitely, definitely very well-deserved there for Gab. Yes, that is. That is well played, and um, a lot of, you know, must be difficult times all around for these guys during what's been some pretty interesting times in the last year or two. So, um, yeah, keeping the place well. Now, the Coaches Player of the Year this year went to uh, Ruan Tongyik, of course. I mean, the man, the, the man was a monster for yeah. the majority of the season, so well-deserved. He was um, probably my player of the season personally, but glad he got uh, glad he got some good recognition on the night. Yeah, absolutely. He, well, was, it was, he was a beast. It was season. very tight between him and Kai Rolls for the Mariners medal. Um, Kai ended up winning both the Mariners medal, of course, and the Players Player of the Year. I think they were uh, sort of one and two throughout the entire season there in terms of um, that, uh, that race for the Mariners medal there. And finally, of course, uh, the Hawkesbury Brewing Company 2021 Golden Boot went to none other than the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner, Matthew Blake Simon. <laughs> you have waited. You have waited two months to say that. Oh, and you've done oh. it. You've done it well, despite the change of script. I mean, you know, I'm impressed. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah, well, uh, of course, Matty also won the Noel Spencer Goal of the Year this year uh, for his little lob, uh, his little dink finish uh, at Wanderers Away. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah, with that. that is true. Happy with that. Oof, yeah. You yeah. ruined me because I'm looking at this agenda there of the awards on on screen in this internet environment, and and it's all out of order now. And you're all in order, and I'm all out of order. And yeah, no, um, that that he has had a great year, hasn't he, Matty Simon? Just to sort of segue that a little bit, yeah. And uh, the awards, yes. Yes, he deserves yet another one onto the tally, doesn't he, Pete? Yes. <laughs> he sure yes. does, Mozzie, sure does. Let's talk. Do you reckon he can get another one on the tally next year? Just I wouldn't put, put it past him, there. mate. Um, I would not put it past him. He's enjoying, uh, we said it uh, ad nauseum last season, he's enjoying a bit of a renaissance at the moment um, or, or throughout the course of last season anyway. Uh, so we will see if he can continue that rich vein of form into season 21-22. Let's talk briefly about Kai Rolls, of course, winning the Players' Player of the Year and the Mariners' Medal. He uh, just uh, finished up over at the Olympics last night, uh, but what a season Kai had. Yeah, he kind of he, Kai's a bit of a funny one because he kind of divides opinion within uh, our our close uh, friend circle. <laughs> I think it's I think it's I think it's probably um, fair to say. And I, I was I was always kind of very hot and cold on Kai. You know, so the last, not the season just gone, but the one before that, um, ever since he's sort of been here. But I think he had his, definitely had his best season. Um, whether I agree or not on the Mariners medal, I am not entirely sure. I'm happy for him, but I'm not entirely sure personally. But did have a very good season um, and I think was also helped a lot um, playing next to Ruan, who also had a great season. So I think between the two of them, like you said, it was very close. Um, you know, could have went down to either one. So, very happy for Kai. Yeah, mate. You know, I'm on the side of um, uh, Kai Rolls in that um, friend circle thing you were um, uh, discussing there a second ago, Boise. And, um, and you know what? He reminds me now 
of um, more and more even of some of our historical good defenders like Sainsbury uh, Wilkinson, who played a little bit of time out wider. Didn't go that well for him, but um, wasn't horrendous either. Didn't really shine. Had a couple of years, will they make it there or won't they make it there? And then got older and actually matured there. And it feels to me like both Ruan and um, Kai did that together in this last season where they just took both took this kind of leap. Um, it was more visible with Ruan because it looked like he was the one bringing the ball out most of the time. But a lot of the defensive hut chug work seemed to get done by Kai. And I reckon that there's been a fair bit of that for a while, to be honest, because... Um, I've enjoyed watching him. So uh, I think they, uh, that's a good segue, Boise, you had there about the um, Mariners medal, I suppose, because it's all sort of weirdly weighted and players play gets a lot of weight in the voting and, I don't know, Mike Charlesworth's vote probably gets 50.01%. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just uh, – uh, there is a funny system there, isn't there now? quite a complex system I'm sure quite well thought out even but um, but I know that the players player winner um, has the biggest chance of winning the Mariners medal was what was being said wasn't it anyone yeah yeah, that's that's my understanding of it as well. Um, because uh, those players' players' votes do weigh very heavily towards the uh, the end uh, result for the Mariners' medal there. And and even though um, you know we did have some great attacking this year, then we defended fantastically con- compared to a number of occasions in recent years that we can think of pretty easily. So uh, I'm happy that it wasn't a goalkeeper because we like we like to have Mariners medal goalkeepers because mostly the ball has been near the goalkeeper as he picks it out of the net. But in these, you know, this this year it's good to see it go with somebody in a more positive position. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think him and uh, I think Kai and Ruan had formed like a really good partnership at the back and how they were starting majority of the game. So they were able to build that sort of chemistry at the back. And I think that was a key sort of thing for us is that our our starting 11, not, not just them, but our starting 11 was pretty settled throughout the season. So I think that's probably something to point out of why we were able to have such a good season with, you know, everyone sort of playing well. And, yeah, so I'm happy for Kai. I think I probably would have had Ruan myself uh, just above him on the in the Mariners medal charts, but also, like, that's not a not a bad choice either. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Of course, it is that time of the season transfer window, baby. You love to see it. Um, let's mutual run termination window. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just a league things. Um, Very around. It's been uh, it's been a little while, or was it? A little bit quiet on the signings front. We did have a few departures um, over the last few weeks there, of course. Uh, Alo Kowal uh, leaving to join Stuttgart. Uh, we all knew about that one pretty early on. Um, scored on his debut as well in a preseason game. Yeah, he's going all right over there in the couple of uh, trial games that they've seen to have played. I think he's also picked up another goal or two. Um, you know, they're playing against pretty sort of low-tier sides, but... Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he goes over there. Seems like he's hit hit the ground running reasonably well, um, putting a couple of goals away, getting his name out there. So they like it. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, they do. They do actually. There's there's a there's a um, there's there's an account on Twitter that's like all in German that pretty much keeps on calling him the goat. So I don't know what's going on there. But 
No, they do. They have not heard of Matt Simon, obviously. Um, <laughs> you can so, inform them, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to have a word. Um, I'll have to work on my uh, my German. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Um, yeah, it's about as about as much as I've I got. I thought you did German TV too, but anyway. Yeah, no, I did. Luckily, they uh, they had a translator. So, <laughs> oh, good. yeah, no, he. Um, he, he just looks popular over there and um, that, that will help him if he can gain confidence, you know. So it looked all right in the couple of bits that we've seen, yeah. Big time, yeah. Looking forward to watching his career progress at Stuttgart and beyond. Uh, of course, we uh, one of the worst kept secrets going around. Daniel De Silva to MacArthur. <coughs> Announced by Uncle Ken on the pod, that was, officially. That was hilarious, actually, mm. yeah. Unlucky MacArthur media team, unlucky. Unlucky. Um, it's kind of it's it's a weird move, is it not? I think it's yeah, a backward so. step. Oh, it's a backward step, if you ask me. If you look at Macarthur, they seem to be signing everybody who's not locked into a bloody contract at the moment. Um, they they seem to have an invisible salary cap and uh, endless amounts of money to spend on players outside the cap. They just keep on spending and keep on buying everyone. Do they um, have like thirty <laughs> something thousand first team players at the moment? It's ridiculous. <laughs> It feels like they have about a 40-person squad. I don't know what's going on down there. Um, Them in Western like, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's – it's. I don't know. It's If you you look at the players that they've got in similar positions to what he plays, they've signed De Villa from Wellington. Why would De Silva want to try and compete with that, assuming that they're going to play in the same position or they're they going to change where he plays or, you know, I, I don't know. It just it just seems very strange to me. Seems they think he's going to play wide, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I find that interesting because a, a famous footballer once told me that um, that playing Danny De Silva wide was like um, owning a Ferrari but only driving it in third gear. So, <laughs> looks a like famous be... footballer told you that, did he? <laughs> Shout out, Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that Ferrari's going to be driven in third gear if it gets a runner. Anyway, does his name, uh, got him. Does his name rhyme with Malo Smokon? Possibly. That could be him. Well, of course, shout of out, course. Shout um, out, Shout out, Paolo. Uh, of course, uh, De Silva yeah. joining up with uh, his former buddy Ivan Jolic down there as well. Ooh. <laughs> Even more of the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could be that could be the reason why he went. Like, I don't know. I, I you know, uh, you know, I'm not that – I don't have that high of an opinion of Ivan, but um, apparently – and not a lot of people do from what we've heard, but um, – Do they? All signs – who? Well, yeah. Um, oh, I can tell you, but I won't on here. Uh, <clears throat> it seems to be that, um, you know, he was enjoying his football here, Danny. And, you know, he gets to live on the coast and he gets to live in the best part of the world and not live in the worst. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just – I'm pretty confused by it, so I'm pretty disappointed by it, to be honest. I mean, it seems weird that the couple of times he's scored against them this season, he's hitting, hitting our badge and then um, he mm. leaves at the first drop of a, a little bit of extra money, I assume. So, mm. um, yeah, look, happy that um, we got a good season out of him uh, here, at least. 
uh, after a couple of years of sticking by him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. The McCarthy thing just sort of throws me off a little bit. Who trades in Terrigal for Campbelltown? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, apparently Danny Silva, yeah. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> him. If there's, if there's you know, the right, the right money and the right opportunity and whatever, all of that stuff. Um, and, I, yes, I was salty, Boise. I'm glad you're salty about the whole badge tapping and um, all of that. And, that, yeah, definitely that, that, that didn't sit as well with me but um i think in a way does anyone reckon that uh, we and he needed to move on from one another i like, don't think i don't think he was finished here no i think he had more to offer um based on last season mm-hmm. he was starting to finally hit his straps and uh, and come good and deliver on some of the potential and promise that he had um but i think he's going to go backwards at macarthur if i'm honest yeah, if, if you asked me that prior to last season, I would have said 100%, take what you can get and let's part ways and uh, thanks and good luck. But yeah, after the season that he had, I uh, would have loved for him to stay. I agree, but the, I, partly the, my reasoning for it is that in the position that he plays in, then we probably had a substantial amount of our commitment invested there. And um, so in that situation, then I, I just found it a little bit disappointing that we couldn't get and he couldn't deliver um, in the situation where you want that particular player to really fire, which is the last game we played in. And um that to me just reminded me that he was slightly more effective, if not that much more consistent this year. Um, but um, but you still got a fair way to go to actually be that consistent. And and when he takes up in a team like ours, he takes up a fairly big place. Then I feel like like I, I won't start the Muller conversation, but there are some ways that he's a better idea. Um, that, that, that is what I'm getting at, that, that Danny is almost good enough to be a key 10 for us, but hasn't quite been able to be. Yeah, I can buy into that. Of course, so I'm okay um, with him leaving for him and for us, if you yeah. know what I mean. So no hard feelings um, other than don't tap the badge like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was just having a sip of my Coke. Oh, uh, yeah, Sorry, sure. Yeah, no, we heard it. We heard Your it. Your internet cut out. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> of course, we also saw uh, Jack Clisby returning home to Perth on a two-year contract. I know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, look, I, you know, have given Jack quite a few criticisms, as have uh, quite a few people since he's ever been here. Uh, he, he had his good games. He had his bad games. Um, he had his very bad games uh, at times. And then in the last season, he uh, did actually pop up with a few very good games. So... Um, you know, I think he showed that there is a good footballer in there, but I think his consistency uh, is probably what let him down, in my opinion. Um, and I mean, if he didn't have an offer from Perth and didn't, uh, you know, didn't want to go back home and uh, be closer to his family and that, he might have very well stayed. But um, no hard feelings for me. Wish him all the best. And um, uh, yeah, he sort of um, set himself up well to move back home. So. And it leaves us with 
an opportunity, I think, to improve that position. I agree as well. Yeah. I think um, yeah, you agree. can't begrudge him taking a, an upgraded deal. He got a bit of a pay rise to go home as well. So, yeah, can't begrudge him that at all. The other one that we saw. And he was good for us, and he was particularly good in this, just in this last um, period, and uh, and genuinely, uh, uh, you know, thankful to the fans. So yes, he had been criticised a little bit. Although I can't remember criticising him too much, but nevertheless, um, he yeah, good for him to be able to get home. If that's, um, that's especially like when with COVID and blah blah, you know, yeah, and it, family, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was it was to be expected. He, uh, he's twenty nine. Yeah. He gets a pay rise to go home, so not really surprised that he took it. So what would, good luck what to would him. You do? And the other announcement that we've seen um, recently was uh, Stefan Negro has also returned home to Melbourne on a three year deal. Hmm. That's probably what uh, what what he took with the three years. I think maybe I don't know if we had offered him another year, but I would assume it probably would have just been a one year. So. He gets the offer to go home on a three-year deal. That's again, you know, that's something that you'd take. He's from Melbourne, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's from yeah. he's from Ballarat, I think. Yes, yeah. uh, so, yes, boys. I mean, you might have you might have just heard me mention that he was returning home. Uh, so yes, he is. Yes, from sorry. Payne. No, 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 no. Stephen yeah. Negro, not Connor Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn this fucking internet off. Um, <laughs> He has the mic. Oh no! Wait. <laughs> Look, I was, I was, I was a little bit surprised by it, to be honest. Not, not really the fact that he left, but the fact that Victory offered him three years. I think it, you don't, yeah. you don't really see three-year contracts in the A League at all. I, I think you, you see, you see two years with the option of an extension pretty often, but three years. Um, is pretty rare in the A League, and I mean, you'd be you'd be pretty silly to be a player in his position uh, that had a decent season, started well, probably didn't finish as good as what he started. Um, you'd be pretty silly to knock back a three-year deal uh, in your home state, um, and with that sort of um, security, which you know, A League contracts aren't worth the paper that they're written on, but Three years is still three years um, to go back and play under Tony Popovich, um, yep. with and to you know to potentially be a part uh, of a rebuild at Melbourne where he's obviously already won a championship. Um, I don't blame him. Don't blame him. No hard feelings. And again, I think it gives us an opportunity to improve that position a bit more. I was happy. Like I, I for me, Negro was probably our best right back. This year, some people will disagree, but overall, I'm going to say that um, Miller came along later on in the season and did a um, good job. Um, and um, but overall, I, I reckon that I liked uh, liked um, liked Negro as our our first um, choice there. So I would have been happy to keep him, and I imagine we probably did try to keep him, maybe if not for long term. So yeah, same thing. If he can go home and get the malarkey in a long-term deal, then why wouldn't you do that? He, I think he left there to go somewhere north to do um, quarantining so that he could come to our place and all of that. So now he could just go home and have a few years where he doesn't have to worry about trying to find a job at all. Well played. 
they did well for us. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. Of course, on to more exciting matters in the meantime. Uh, some of the key players that we've re-signed this preseason, uh, of course, starting with Mark Birrigidi. That was a huge one. Really huge for him to stay and commit to the club again. Yeah, numero uno, uh, almost for me in terms of key re-signings. Um, and, you know, from, I think, uh, did we announce this on the pod? Last time we were yeah, recorded, we with did. Kenny. Of we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So you know, from from talking to Ken that time, didn't seem too difficult to convince him to stay, which is good. And I think as we spoke about on that episode too, and which still holds true, I think I think at this club, uh, with the resources that we have, uh, the position that we have been in, I think it's vital that we get that spine right and it starts with a good goalkeeper and that's 100% him. That's totally key. Like he is the biggest, he was the biggest for me signing like you're saying, Boise, the first person that after we finished last year I wanted us to re-sign and um, wondered whether we wouldn't be able to re-sign. So, and the very fact that he has re-signed just says something about the interest that the players, the senior players have in being around it and I think we said that as well in that in that pod um, but we can't talk enough about uh, what a great impact he has had and against the background of some of the others that we've had in the past and I think we have to find a number two but um, uh, we've got a good number one that's for sure so yeah love that signing. Of course speaking of the spine as well uh, Kai Rolls the Mariners medal winner has also re-signed extending for two more years. All aboard. <laughs> Go on, Josh. I don't know what else to say about that one. It's it's after the season he had. It's a no-brainer that it's a it's a good re-signing. Yeah, fully deserved. No uh, no complaints there. I think it's it. He it was a key part of the backline last season. Did have that sort of error of judgment couple of times. Once Sydney at home was the big one I'm thinking of right now. But I think overall he had a pretty solid season. So. He's, you know, again, another year of experience. He's still pretty young, so a two-year deal is fully deserved. Yep, agree. Loved it. Loved the, loved the um, kid. He's already put a fair bit into the Mariners, and I'm glad to um, see that we can, you know, put a bit back into him because I think he is a Wilco or a Trent Sainsbury, and um, I think we'll probably see some more of him yet, to be honest, because he's got a fair bit of maturing still to do. And um, if you ask me, that's what's been most impressive about those pair in the central defence really improving is that it's, I think, that older, it's 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 harder to mature in the central defence until you're older and those two are younger and they're looking like mature central defenders already. Um, and that is a really good sign for how they're going to get into the you know middle of their career, you know. And of course, as uh, as co-presidents here of the Dan Hall Fan Club, uh, we have seen Dan hey. Hall re-sign for a further two years as well. How good? How good? How good. <laughs> How Not enough good. can be said. How good no. is that? <laughs> I mean, we actually. What else can we say? We, Come on, say some, say some more. No, I know. I I think maybe just a little bit of background or like we knew about this one before it was announced because we ran into Dan uh, at Plume. Remember Plume, guys? Remember when we used to be able to go and watch um, football in person? That was a great time in my life. Uh, But we saw Dan 
we had chat to him. I think it was it was just after was it was it actually the day after the MacArthur loss in the final? It, I think was, it was. Yes. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So we ran into dinner day, and then um, uh, I think he let it slip, or we forced him to tell I us. Might have pressed uh, him on that, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that uh, he'd be staying. So we knew about that one for a while, and yeah. Awesome news. He's a great player. He's a great kid. Um, well, I think with between between Kai, him, uh, and we assume Ruan, mm-hmm. uh, but still not announced, uh, we're pretty well set up for central defenders. Yeah, good mix of um, you know experience and youth developing there, and um, they're at the right part of their confidence. The, the pair we've had this year. So if we can get Ruan back, that'll be amazing. Um, and now you know you're not talking about patching up that spine so we can go forward. You're starting to say, well, we've got a you know great-looking defensive block going here and um, good uh, sort of redundancy there in it with Hall. Um, they're ready to take anyone's place and has done the job, you know, fiercely. So, yep, good one. Yahoo! Good yeah, for you, Dan. Absolutely. Looks so good uh, in the few cameos that he made towards the end of last season there with uh, Ruan having gone overseas with the Socceroos. Didn't miss a beat, did Dan? And, um, yeah, like you say, Boise, fantastic player and an even better bloke. We 100%. also saw, um, of course, Marco Ureña creating a bit of excitement, re-signing for another two years as well. Another big one. That was the one we all wanted, wasn't it? Him and Beres were the two that we wanted, and we they're both staying around. So big, uh, big old two ticks on those. Yeah, that's a massive signing for me. Massive. Um, one thing we've probably lacked since what since. Uh, Daniel McBreen. Um, I can't even think of another one. Probably ever ever since then, something that we've lacked is a consistent striker or a, a, a consistent attacking player that constant has an impact on games. And I think he he is that guy. Um, and yeah, to get him back for two years um, for someone that wants to go to the World Cup with Costa Rica, um, that's sort of what he. What he has his eye on, he's still he's still only thirty. He's fantastic age, which I think a lot of people still forget. Um, yeah, really come good. I think um, had a big impact last season. Great signing, great work by Ken. Um, yeah, love it. Yeah, absolutely. And what a fantastic mentor for some of the younger attacking players that we've got coming through as well. Players like Matthew Cahill uh, and Damien Sikenis, um, who have had exposure to the first team so far, uh, Marco will stand them in good stead coming through. And, and and in the meantime, provide us with maybe one of the best attackers. Like, There's a lot to be said that he's, he's potentially one of the best attackers we've seen in the A-League. And uh, we should feel pretty lucky to have been able to get him to come back, to be honest, and uh, probably hope that he can add a few more goals and, and think that he might be able to because um, last year, in this last season, then he didn't get to really have a um, pre-season. He arrived maybe at the time of the start of the season or something like that and then didn't play for a few weeks. or I don't know, can't remember, but it didn't work out for him at the start, that's for sure. And then he was quite good to begin with but then took a few games to really sort of hit a bit of rhythm and then after that started to really show the kind of class he's got. So this year, full um, pre-season, you know, Coach Monty telling him how it's to be done, 
we've got a good um, more to talk of there to play with him. And, um, yeah, could be a really influential player in his second year in the A-League. So, And uh, he must have resigned because the fans were asking him to resign. What do you reckon, Boise? I think you were hassling on him pretty hard. Yeah, I did hassle him. I, I did chase him around with my selfie camera out and um, and uh, I may have said, please sign this piece of paper and then transfer that onto a contract. No. Um, uh, but, yes, I did encourage his re-signing. So go hard, Marco. Good one. And, of course, finally, the goat of East Gosford, the Wizard of Woi Woi. It's uh, the one and only Matthew Blake Simon, the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner, uh, signing for a further one year. Be honest, before the start of last season, did you think that Matty still had two years left in him? Or did oh, you think the hell no, season was no, going to no, be no, it? No, of course he did. Of hell course though. he did. <laughs> Hell I think they were possibly no. were honest about it last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We may have been eating some of those words later. Yeah. We possibly oh, were, I, were honest. I, I, I ate sweet humble pie last season and it tasted great. Absolutely. Um, uh, so, yeah, happy for Maddie. Well-deserved for another season. Um, you know, he he sets up that dressing room very well. Um, is he good? mentor and a good guide despite uh, some of his other on-field uh, antics which I love really to be honest <laughs> except when it except when it costs us you know games and suspensions and all that but to be honest he's it, it, it hasn't for a while so yeah you know I don't know he, he probably didn't didn't have as much of an impact towards the last sort of maybe third of last season um, but he did blow a, a to be honest, I, I think he played more football last season than probably what he may be expected. I don't think we'll see him play that much next season. No, but he deserves, you know, the the opportunity to get right back in there and he's got what he deserved um, from this season and absolutely didn't expect him to be able to do what he did this season. And, and um, sorry, Matty, don't expect him to be able to do it again this season. <laughs> <laughs> actually, but um, could be wrong, because, but, it, you know, obviously it gets harder every year, but I do think that he adds a heap of things, and I do think that this year he did show that um, he's a bit more than just um, the the hard stuff that you were talking about there, Boise, which at times I do enjoy as well, but um, I think this year there was a noticeable sort of change in the d- overall demeanour of Matty, and I think that was a really important part of how successful he was as well, actually. So, so I love having him back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think fully deserved on the on the way that he played last season to get ten goals. I think a few of them were pens, but they all count the same. So, a ten goal season definitely deserves a, another year for him to go around and. Yeah, no surprise that he that he got that contract because he deserved it. Absolutely, and uh, he loves to prove the doubt is wrong. Uh, he'll be hoping to um, recapture that form that he had in the first sort of two thirds of uh, of last season and hit double figures again. Can he do it? Uh, who'd put it past him? You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Look at it. Yes, look it indeed. Of course, uh, the two first signings made by Nick Montgomery have been announced this week. Uh, the first of which was Nikolai Muller making the move from Western Sydney Wanderers across uh, or up to the Central Coast, in fact. That's a big signing for me, anyway. Yeah, I think it can be. I, um, As you boys know, because we were talking about it recently, 
I was looking to be whelmed more um, because, <laughs> I, well, my thing, I, I just uh, hadn't necessarily seen uh, anything from Nikolai at um, uh, Western Sydney that, um, or wherever he's been that made me think, wow, I really wish we should bring him here. But at the same time, he fits really nicely with some of the other player choices that we have, I reckon. And um, they've had some pretty bad coaches down there. And he has had some pretty good moments. He scored with a – was it a shank against us recently? That was really annoying. Um, yeah, so he, he – I, I genuinely have come to the – what was always the reality, I think, that I think he could be really good for us, actually, and a bit more ex- – we always complain about having a bit more experience at the front end there. We've got a couple of pretty can- experienced campaigners there near the front end now. Hey, with the way the world is now, like, it's, it's almost oh, – I don't know if it's impossible, but it's pretty hard to get in visa players from overseas. So I think a lot of teams are going to – try for visa players that have already been here so i think that muller is obviously he's already been here knows the a-league um i i haven't i can't say that he's been like a complete standout but i think that under the circumstances i think that's a good signing for us yeah and i think i think that point you made there josh is 100 percent right i think it's it's very hard to get visa players in right now and you know i think Victory announced uh, they signed some Spanish like fourth tier guy or something yesterday, <laughs> yep. which was a bit weird. But um, you know, so it can be done, but it's a matter of how much extra work needs to go into that. Then you've got to get them here. You got to get them here. You got to get them through hotel quarantine. You got to try and get their families here if they have uh, families with them. There's no guarantee that obviously there's obviously no guarantee that they're going to be able to bring their families over. So there's there's a lot of stuff there that um, makes getting visa players in from overseas a lot harder. So I, I think we're going to see a lot of, like we, has, like we said I have already, we're going to see a lot of internal movements, um, you know, which we do see anyway, but I think even more so now with the visa players. And I think Moore's a great signing. I think he's really good experience. He can probably play as a number 10. He can play out wide. He can play up top if we have to play two up top. Um, he's, there's a few different options there um, that we can use him for, which is why I think it's great. Um, still a pretty good age, still only 33. Um, clearly fell out of favour when Carl Robinson went to Western Sydney, which Carl Robinson um, doesn't seem to have too many friends, so it's not really that surprising. Um, and from and you know from everything we've heard, he just he just wants to play. He doesn't care about anything else. He just wants to play football, and I think that's that's the best mentality that um, we can get. Hundred percent solid replacement for De Silva in in my eyes, and I think with consistent game time, he is going to uh, be a very 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 shrewd acquisition for us. And thanks for reminding me there, actually, Pete, because that's what I was going to say before uh, without touching on it too much, is that that's the choice that we're now making is that we're going to go for somebody who has experience now and looking back through his, you know, goal-scoring exploits and fairly long career, then um, Muller has, you know, scored consistent numbers of goals at various levels and, um, you know, played it at that level to gain that to get that experience so uh, even if the difference is um, you get what we had plus we get that moment in the key game when you score off a shank um, then that's all that might be that we need so yeah I, I, I totally have come to like the idea of doing it especially this way and 
you're you're right about the travelling thing, getting people in, all that sort of thing. And what we've spent our money there on, if we have, is we've now done what we were talking about before and spent that whole spine. So we've got the key defence, we've got the key midfield with Johnny and um, Ollie still there and Niz in whatever places we want them to be. We've got uh, someone versatile like um, uh, Nikolai who can play in those spots you just mentioned up front. We've got um, some different options there. We can now sort of surround this with key youth and maybe even if we haven't spent most of the budget, spend some money so that that key youth turns out to be some of the closer developed youth. And so I think, you know, we're on a great path there really to surround that good spine we've developed. Speaking of key youth, um, one one signing that I'm very intrigued and maybe a little excited about to see how he goes is Noah Smith coming in from Adelaide uh, Adelaide United. Bit left field. He plays on the left field. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does play on the left side, doesn't he, Boise? Yeah, I, I don't think this one is that left of field, considering Monty's experience with youth development, and of course Ken's uh, keen eye across uh, youth as well. I think this is a fantastic signing. Personally, um, he has big, big wraps on him down in Adelaide, and um, I, I thought what we saw of him in the first few rounds of last season, um, he looks at, he looks a decent little prospect. Yeah, I, I remember watching him earlier in the season. Um, I thought he was he was good, and especially with his age as well. So if he's the the Clisby replacement as like a prospect, then I'm happy to see it. A one year deal as well, so he's got that that season sort of to prove himself. And yeah, good good luck to him. I'm not sure. I haven't actually heard anything there, but it may well be that it's a one-year deal with with an additional uh, year option sort of thing. Um, I know the club right. has been pretty pretty smart in terms of um, you know offering options and things like that in their contracts these days. Um, so that may be the case. Um, he gets a year to prove himself, and then if he plays a certain amount of minutes or games, um, then the club can or the player can activate that option to extend for a further year. I think he's a good uh, signing, though, uh, a lot like what you guys are saying, that, that he's the kind of signing that suits our DNA. We want to bring on these young players and test them out and see if they can be good. Is he left, left back? Joke's about left side um, aside. <laughs> yes, he is. If he, actually, if yes. he is, if he is <laughs> yeah. a direct replacement for um, Jack Lisby, then maybe he's the kind of replacement where we can afford to bring in another decent shot at that position as well and have a little bit of competition there without having to indulge in spending heaps on experienced players. And so if we – I didn't see enough of him. I, you're right, Josh. I saw a little bit earlier in the season he looked all right. And left-backs are a hard position, isn't it? Um, but um, we didn't see enough for me to say, you know, wow, he's fantastic. Um, so – but I think it's a really good type of signing. So – so, yeah, I, I love the way, way we're starting to shape up. The, the more you keep talking, Pete, what else is on your list? Anything good? <laughs> Those are the only two announced uh, at this point in time, was So uh, on my list, oh, well, on this list I'm almost list disappointed here. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, stay tuned. I'm sure there will be some further announcements coming out from the club over the next uh, over the next week or two. Yeah, I think all the boys have been, been off um, the last month or so, month and a bit maybe, so... We sort of went, we went uh, pretty thick and fast with all the signings, and then uh, sort of radio silence for a while until the last week, which I guess indicates that um, yeah, the the moves are sort of starting to happen. So, and I mean, there's you know, there's a couple that were obviously there last season that we're yet to hear of. Um, 
mm-hmm. Jaden Casella, Dan Bauman. Um, is that the only Ruan. two? Am, am I missing anyone? Yeah, Ruan. Ruan as well. Uh, yeah, nothing officially announced about Ruan though. But um, yeah, I mean, Casella and and Bauman. Casella is one that I would have liked to have kept. Uh, Bauman as well. I, I would have kept uh, or I would keep Bauman. Um, but nothing, nothing from the club uh, officially in terms of those two as yet. Yeah. So I yeah I think I think we're in pretty good stead. Where we've made some really good key re-signings. Um, now I think Muller is obviously out of the two new signings. Muller's definitely the biggest one um, and a really important one and a good one. Good bit of business by the club. So we're set up really well, I think, for the next sort of couple of months to um, get some other good players in before the season starts, if the season ever starts with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah. let's not go down that rabbit hole. I don't even want to. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, bad, bad. Not well, good. we're trying. We're trying to actually, you know, gain positivity to be able to talk about football, aren't we? So, you know, there's yes. a little bit. Yeah, we didn't do this podcast to go. Oh no! Even though we want to go. Oh no! <laughs> it's the escape from the oh no, isn't it? Yes. You sound um, like I'm yes. going mad. In did, you say we're so- no, did you just sorry. say we're signing Shinji Ono? <laughs> uh, oh no! Yes! 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 yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a. Uh, oh, yes. You're not going to see him anymore. Um, yes, of course, we let uh, Mikhail Yanota and, uh, and Stefan Yankovic go. We thank them for their service and uh, hope... Uh, Do we? <laughs> you forgot that we forgot about them, Pete. I didn't forget. I just um, didn't see the need to necessarily mention them. So Disturb anybody. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No. Well, some people might have been disturbed if they knew that Yankovic existed. So... <laughs> <laughs> what a signing. Some concerns about his existence. I think he did exist though. We saw him for so, about two and a half minutes uh on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that was he, that, he was, that, he was a thing. Yeah. I'm got, pretty sure it was him. It, it was not James James Bond. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, Thanks for those sure two was, and a half minutes, but it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, I'm sure he was spotted at the Beery many times. So the title of your sex tape there, Josh. Thanks for you two and a half minutes, but it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> Righto, marathon man. <laughs> oh, yeah. All righty. Shots fired. We are the Of course, we did see, uh, well, during the course of this lockdown, we have seen the FFA Cup draw, which took place several weeks ago there. We have drawn Blacktown City once again. Mm, scary. Revenge. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, be interesting to see how this one plays out. Of course, uh, was drawn as an away game, as the MPL uh, teams always get the first choice of fixture there. Um, didn't have the best result against them last time, but, I mean, we'll see if this game even ends up going ahead um, or the entire FA Cup going ahead. Everything is in a bit of limbo at the moment. Lilies is such a nice ground too and a cracking feed, so I'm sad we're going to miss out on that. Yeah, well, if we do yeah. miss out, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to get down there and, um, yeah, like you say, Josh, I love Lilies. I've 
had the pleasure of calling a few games down there as well. And um, yeah, great feed, um, great atmosphere, uh, great little uh, setup down there. Yeah, and just it's great, you know, it's we haven't had football for a while, since the Euro at least. <laughs> um, but um, so it's, you know, yeah, football. Come on, football. <laughs> just bring it back. Love you. <laughs> I want local footy back. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> oh, jeez. Baby, come back. <laughs> yes. What, you, what he said. Uh, we're losing it. We're slowly losing it here in ISO. But, um, Jensen, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk absolute bollocks with you once again this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast. A bit of a surprise podcast this week. Uh, nothing solidly planned. It has been fast and loose. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, it's been great to chat with you all. I hope you don't mind our crappiness, people, but, um, yeah, wanted to say hi. Miss you. Love you. Yeah, cool. I miss, uh, miss miss doing IRL pods. It's uh, always good fun to get together and just talk shit. So this is the best we can do for now, which is all right. It's, um, it slightly fills the void. So Indeed. A little bit disappointed. A little bit disappointed that Pete revealed that he's um, speaking into one of our beautiful new microphones and I'm speaking into this rubbish headset. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So, fair yeah. play. Well, uh, I had to set the gear up to um, to actually record and get everyone live at the same time. So here we are. Actually, yes, yes. Uh, yes, yeah. kudos to that. It has taken a bit of a team effort to get, um, <laughs> get to actually be able to do something because it is out of our comfort zone, isn't it? Um, and uh, so these squares on my screen are really hard to adjust to. But, um, yes, it has been nice to meet you, squares. And, of course, thank you all so much for tuning in this week to uh, the Coast Football Ramble podcast. We may be back next week. Uh, we may even look to bring you a, a live video episode, perhaps. Uh, if that might be of interest to the punters, let us know. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to do my hair. <laughs> I haven't been able lockdown to get to the barber hair. for however many weeks we've been in lockdown now, like six weeks or whatever the fuck it is. Um, and, and my beard is just out of control. Like, uh, just, mm. I don't know. I can't cope anymore. <laughs> hey, but um, yeah, you know what? If, you, uh, if you'd love to look at our stupid faces for the next, uh, for an hour or so next week, um, yeah, join us for a drink and uh, we might uh, bring you a live lockdown episode. Sounds awesome to me. We've we've all got heads for uh, heads for radio, or should I say heads for video? So let's let's go. Let's no, do it. No, it's heads for radio, Josh. You, yeah, you had it right the first. I know, time, but absolutely. I'm just I'm just saying that we're all beautiful in our own ways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You're very special and unique. Yes. All right. All right. It's time to wrap this one up, lads. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you all so much once again for joining us on the Coast Football Ramble, and we'll see you all very soon. Love ya. See ya. Sorry, okay. I, I, I was just AFK then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fucking boomers, man. Everyone shut up. Pete's doing the intro. <laughs> I'll just fucking mute you if I have to. All right. I'm doing it. Um, cool. <clears throat> da, ba, da, ba, 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 ba.
<laughs> I can mute you from remotely is fucking fantastic. <laughs> right. Maybe don't stick your tongue on it while it's plugged in. 